When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. What's good? This energy. I just jumped off the porch with dirty glove bastard. Energy made this one. If I ain't a young shiner, then what do you call all right, so we got the one and only Energy Beats jumping off the porch with us today. What's Welcome, good? man. How you feeling, man? man? I'm feeling great, man. How about yourself today, man? Feeling good, man. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate you coming by, man. Been following your career for the last couple years, man. So yeah. it's an honor to have you sit on here, man. Man, appreciate it. It's an honor, bro. I've been, you know, I'm hip. I'm hip on all on everything you got going on. So it's, it's pretty dope, man. Appreciate, appreciate that, you. man, for sure, man. Yeah, so what else you got shaking here in Atlanta, man? I'm sure you tapping in with the other artists and all that, or? Oh, uh, yeah, really, just really. Whenever I go out of town, I just feel good, really get like, a good vibe, really. Um, like, anything spontaneous can happen. <laughs> so it's like, it just, that's the reason I like going out of town. Either Atlanta or LA, for real. Like, I can just get anything done anytime yeah. I want to, so. I feel yeah. that. Yeah. How do you like the vibes here in Atlanta compared to back at home, man? I, I actually like Michigan vibes more than any. Really? Yeah, anywhere in the world, cause <laughs> it's like you can live a normal life. You don't gotta, <laughs> you don't gotta really go through no traffic. You ain't gotta really deal. I feel like you ain't gotta deal with no like crazy like, just weird shit just happening. Like it's pretty normal. You yeah. ain't gotta like, you know what I'm saying? I can go to the store. I ain't gotta have nothing. I ain't gotta be crazy or I ain't got to think nothing crazy or I ain't got to worry about traffic or worry about nothing. It's just pretty smooth. I feel like I'm going to be in Michigan like forever. For real. And then having places in other spots, but like I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be in Michigan forever though. It's I think that. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. All right. So you originally from Beecher, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I grew up in Beecher and I left and went to like, it's a school called Southwestern. Uh, I went. To, I came to Flint when I was like, what, what was that like, 12, okay. 12, 12, 13, 12, and then finished the rest of my school in there. But I grew up in Beecher, met okay. all uh, all the Beecher rappers there. You know, what I'm saying just growing up there. But um, yeah, uh, came to Flint when I was 12. I got you. Mm -hmm. So how would you describe Beecher to someone that's never been up there? They've never been to Flint. They've never been to Beecher, man. How would you describe it then? I describe it more like it's like a close knit like family like it's a family like I feel like you I feel like people can relate to that like that's like that's the most relatable answer like we got like it, it feel like it's its own thing but like the closest word to describe it is like a family like everybody close knit everybody parents know each other like 
you you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's more close knit versus you know what I'm saying a lot of the cities, but it's like more close knit. You know what I'm saying? Put together. I got you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so YSR, YSR Grams was just sitting on this porch and he said, you were making beats when you were three years old. Oh, yeah. Is that true? That's true. I, I, I don't remember making my first beat. <laughs> like, I don't even I, have memories from when I was three years old. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so it's like, like I, I've been making beats my whole life. Like, that's all I knew. All I knew was music. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I just, I don't recall you know what I'm saying, anything, a lot of beats from then, but I just knew I just loved doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. so did you always knew, like, all right, this is what I want to do, this is what I want to pursue, there's no backup plan, music is the way. Man, uh, it's crazy because, like, I, I went through that when I was in high school. In high school, I always just tell people I want to be an engineer. Really? And I hate math. Like, I hate math, I hate... I, I really dislike it, but I, I used to tell myself I would be an engineer my whole life, like a mechanical engineer. Huh. But like one day I just was like, and I always knew it, like I want to make music, but I thought it wasn't no path for that. Hmm. So I just, I just always made it to where it was, I always like had it to where I always kept that thought, I want to keep making music, but I always just wanted to go for like an engineering role, you know what I'm saying, play it safe. But like, it was like my senior year, I just told myself like, I'm a, I want to get rich and make beats. That's all I want to do. It's a hell of a life, right? That's, that's all I want to do. I want to get rich and make beats. So it's like, like with those, that simple sentence right there, like I just, I just said, bro, I'm just go all in. Yeah. And certain things happened in my life to where, like, I was supposed to go to college. I got a full ride from, yeah. like, the Flint scholarships. And I was I was going, I was about to go to uh, U of M Flint. And uh, I, it, it didn't happen. Like, some, like, fast and stuff messed up. And I just took a, took a break. And I didn't, I just worked. And so uh, I just, I just ended up, ended up, like, just kept pushing for you know what I'm saying. Just kept pushing it. I, I blew, you know what I'm saying. Legendary yeah. when when Rio dropped Legendary. That was when I knew like I'm in it. I'm in it up for real. Like that's a that's a that's a three hundred thousand dollars song for real. Like Shoot. that's that's a crazy song. Yeah. Like that's a couple years salary on a you know being like, an engineer. <laughs> right. Come on. Man. So it was like I knew I was in it up for real. Like when stuff like that happened. When that happened. So yeah. Yeah. And your pops was a rapper, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was a rapper and a producer. Okay, so he was both. So he was yeah. a duo. So I I that automatically off instinct rubbed off on me. I was always around it. That's how I learned it, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So yeah, that that's easy, you know what I'm saying? That rubbed off on me. Yeah. So I think it he was pretty supportive of you when you're like, Man, I wanna make beats. I wanna do this music shit. He was like probably, Hell yeah. Yeah, and that's that's one thing I can say like about my my just my parents in general like supporting no matter what yeah. you know what i'm saying and i feel like that's what you gotta have like when you you know what i'm saying when you want to go to something that's different you gotta have people that at least one person to say like you know uh that believe in you you know what i'm saying even if they don't i feel like still go for that but like it just helped a lot helped a lot you know what i'm saying i can just go for it so real shit so who'd you grow up listening to, whether it was artist-wise or producer-wise? Who had really inspired you back then? Man, um, when I was little, I used to listen to a lot of West Coast music. Okay. I used to listen to a lot of uh, Ice Cube, 
Tupac, uh, Snoop Dogg. Snoop's my favorite when I was little. Um, but I didn't know until I got older that that was my favorite. I, I, I used to really love 3-6 Mafia and Project Pat and them, like, that whole old Memphis song, 8-Ball mm-hmm. MJG, like, them my favorites, you know what I'm saying? Um, on the rapper side. Um, producer side, like, I grew up on Pharrell. You know, of course, Dr. Dre uh, from the West Coast, but Pharrell, he was my favorite, still my favorite, like, all time. And then as, like, coming to age, like I say, like, I say, like, Metro. Okay. Metro, yeah. booming, uh, Southside, TM88, uh, man, uh, Honorable Ceno. Okay, yeah. That's the GOAT. I ain't gonna lie. He, he the one, me and my brother can just literally break down his beats. Like, we'll mm. just sit and just literally listen to his beat. Like, that's one of my biggest inspirations. Like, I, we can literally sit down and listen to his beat. Like, you hear that? We can put it in there, rewind that. He he's from Michigan too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, he the GOAT. I ain't gonna lie. He, he the GOAT. So when you first start making beats, are you like trying to mimic like your favorite producers at the time? Or did you already come in saying, I need to have my own sound with this? Man, I was mimicking a lot of sounds throughout that time. Like I, I couldn't find it for a long time. <laughs> like I say, um, when I first tried to, you know, try to mimic a sound, it had to be like that 808 Mafia sound. Okay. You know, Southside sound, like that just, that sound right there is like the easiest sound. Well, not the easiest sound, but like the, one of the most, you can get a swing of it. And it's a lot, and that's why it's so water, it's so water in that area. It's a lot of producers that try to be like that. And I can't, I, I, I had to kick that for real. So um, that sound right there was one of the sounds I had to mimic. I tried to mimic, but like I kicked it, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So when would you say you finally developed your sound, or at least get in the right direction of where you wanted your sound to go then? Um, I'll say uh, senior year. Senior okay. year, uh, when I dropped, uh, when we dropped me and Quavis, me and YSR. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Grounds drop, uh, tap in. Um, that was a, a little tape where it was like everything was new. You know what I'm saying? I developed that and working with him, and I feel like that's when we discovered the sound for real. And ever since then, I just kept going with it just because it, it just sounded different. It was, everything was so new and fresh. I feel like nobody's bringing the game, bringing what I had to the game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Something that's gonna make you move. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that that was my senior year. It was like April, right? Like a, like a month before, month before I graduated. Okay. Yeah. Did you like challenge yourself to come out with a new sound, or is that just how it just kind of worked out? Yeah, yeah. You got as a producer, you gotta challenge yourself. You gotta, as an artist, period. You gotta challenge yourself to become something that make you stand out, you know what I'm saying? You got, everybody got to have that. If you don't, it's like, it's like, you don't really, I feel like you don't really, you're not really in it. If, uh, you're not really being creative. You just, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody gonna try to find their own niche, so. Yeah. Yep. 
So what type of feedback did you guys get when tap-in drops up? Man, I just remember like, I remember like just hearing, I just remember hearing it around like the city, you know what I'm saying? And hearing it around like the certain people car, I'm like, dang, that's me. People don't know that's me, but it's like, just still like, like people like banging in their speakers or, you know, uh, like certain does just bring it up around me. I'm just in the room, like, that that kind of it was a really good feedback, and especially then like that was nobody was doing 50k views, you know what I'm saying? Like not a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Like around us, like it wasn't 50k views or 100 view, 100k views. Like that's that was huge. So it's like seeing that that was that was a really good feedback for sure, for sure, for sure for the start. So how'd you get tapped in with Rio? Through YSR Grounds. Okay. Uh, Grounds had went to the uh, to do a feature with him, and uh, and he had he had linked me with him. You know what I'm saying? And then um, what happened after that? He just sent me his number, or he or he sent my number to him, and then we just linked. Uh, and then you know I was just sending beats, sending beats to him, and then he dropped Dumber Dumber. Yeah which is like an instant classic, you know what I'm saying? So, and I, I think I had three songs on there yeah. and all three of them was just something so different. I, and just seeing that reaction from like the whole Michigan, reacting to something so new, that was, that was crazy, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, Dumber Dumber and then from there on, you know, everything built up to what it was, you know, yeah. just sending beats. So when it comes to legendary, um is that something you just cooked up by yourself? And were you shopping that to other artists? Or was Rio the only one that got that one? That was uh, for sure a Rio beat. That was, <laughs> man, I was up at 3 a.m. cooking Legendary. Like, I'm just, uh, I'm just looking. I'm just, uh, I woke up out of my sleep to cook Legendary. Like, I got off work, and then I just had, um, I had, had like a melody when I woke up. I'm like, damn, I gotta get, I got to the end of the bed and just cooked it up sent it to him because it's like I already felt that like I already knew that that was a real beat you know what I'm saying so yeah that was that was for sure him I could that sent that as soon as I made it does he jump on it right away I think so I think I, I everything happened so fast everything feel like it was fast like so I think he did drop rap on it that night or or that next day, you know okay. what I'm saying I, I don't know what he did but but it was fast though I for sure heard the snippet he sent it to me like okay. uh, like the next two days, I think. So he did, he he rapped on it super fast. I was listening to that word, I'm like, dang, did you, man. Did you expect it to do what it did though? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was like, Rio was real. You know what I'm saying? So it's like anything Rio put his hands on, that boy don't for sure touch 200 at that time. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Um, yeah, but we talking 20 million. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, I, I expected it. I was I listened to the snippet five hundred times before it came out. It, I already knew that song was great. No, that's all. That's a classic right there, man, mm -hmm. for sure. And yeah. what about the coochie beat then? Man, actually, funny story because when I when I made the coochie beat, it, it, I sold it to a person, a rapper. His name Eight Alive. Eight Alive, yeah, or. Yeah, and um, 
he uh he I, I sold it to him for like I think I sold him to like three hundred dollars, hmm. and then, but it wasn't like no agreement behind it, you know what I'm saying? So I ended up sending Jay to beat accidentally, and then <laughs> accidentally you sent it to him. I accidentally sent him like because I had a pack. I just sent him a pack. He raps on it. He put the snippet out on Instagram where somehow no no what yeah he was filming the video, and he heard, he seen the snippet. He was like, oh brother. Uh, you, I, uh, I bought this beat, whatever. But we did like a little swap. We did a beat swap, and that's how that came to fruition. Like, mm-hmm. shout out to you, bro, because literally, he looked out. Literally, yeah, he looked out. He could have been bit. a dick about yeah. it, right? Yeah. So, uh, that that happened. But with Coochie, that was like one of the ones too, where Jay sent the snippet, and me and my siblings was just like, we listening to that snippet like that. That was just crazy. Because, mind you, like, I only did one song with Jay before that. Or two songs or something like that. Like, and every song that we did just came up. So it was like, it was, it was, it was written, bro. Like, it was supposed to happen like that. Yeah. So, yeah. What'd you think of all the memes and all the TikToks that came from that song then? Man, I, I, I swear, like, when it, I look back to 2020 because... Like that was a time of like being in a, in a house and like noticing like everything on the internet was just like times ten because everybody in the house. So yeah, it was like, stuck. <laughs> yeah. So I, man, that was that was crazy. I ain't gonna lie. That was like one of the funniest parts of my life for real. Just sitting <laughs> in the crib watching all the TikToks and everything that came from Jay. Period. That was just crazy. No, absolutely, man. He he went viral so many different times. It was ridiculous, man. Yeah, facts. Um, and so what about Free <coughs> Joe Exotic? How did that be, you know, what was your inspiration when you created that and how did uh, Pac-Man get that one? I, um, the thing with, with Pac-Man was I was supposed to be sending him beats. Like, I hit him up and I was supposed to send him beats, but I, I just never got around to sending him beats. Um, Pac-Man was, uh, Pac-Man the type of person, he, he thinks strategic, like, he, plan out everything like every song that he dropped he planned it like so he planned it from straight beginning like I need a beat that's just like that's hard you know what I'm saying if I need a facade for this side of feature and I never sent them a beat but I'm just fucking around like never sending them like procrastinating on some shit then I cook up on live and I post a video I think I still got the video saved in my phone I'm cooking up on live. He commented on on the video, and uh, he told me that was the one, and I <laughs> sent him that one because I because I'm like, All right, let's get it because I've been supposed to work with him. You know what I'm saying? He's been viral. I was been supposed to, but that inspiration was just really like me just cooking up, and it just that being the one, yeah. like he wanted that, so he planned that out. You know what I'm saying? Every single step. So, yeah. What'd you think the first time you heard the whole song with him and Sada on it? It was crazy because I, I I wanted to do a Sada, I do I wanted to do a song with Sada, like Sada was crazy, like mm-hmm. Sada still, Sada crazy, so it's like he had Michigan on lock for years, so it's like having a Sada feature and then having Pac Man, that song was just dope, even if it if it did a hundred K views, that song <laughs> was still gonna be fire to me, so yeah. it's like. For sure, that was that was a crazy song, one of my favorites for real. Yeah, definitely took Pac-Man's career to the next level. Absolutely, man. For real. 
Yeah. Um, so how'd you get locked in with ESTG for the 5,500 degrees? Um, that was um, through um, through Berlin. Okay. Through Berlin, um, she she linked me with with sending packs to them. You know what I'm saying to that group, and um, and that that's the way I got that. And uh, everybody should have stood like that. That was in the same pack. You know what yeah. I'm saying. So. That was that was a blessing from her, for real, for real. Like she put me on yeah. in that in that scenario. So and it took off. That was that was a blessing. Do you do a lot of sampling in your beats like that? I do. Yeah. I do. I and I try to stay away from it, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like the clearances and the all that. The clearances and and really I just be wanting to be more melodic, but I've been sampling since I was Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Young, like, I've been sampling for years. So, it's like, that's my, my top go. So, yeah, yeah, the sampling is, like, natural to me. Yeah. And now you got the placement on the new CMG album. They actually just dropped the video a couple of hours ago. Just dropped the video. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that boy is crazy. Yeah. Tripstar, shout out Tripstar, shout out Money Bad, shout out G uh, to that whole that whole camp. CMG, crazy. Yeah, um, I feel like they're gonna really start rocking with you, man. I yeah, feel like... yeah, yeah, like for real, cause they they got it, bro. Like I I just like how they they stick together for real. Yeah. But yeah. That song, that song, wow, I've been listening to that for uh, a minute now. I'm in my phone, that boy crazy. Yeah. Um, you, you and Wayne did the, uh, the cash app for Louis Ray. So we had Wayne up here. You he talking about you guys cooked that up in your car? Is that right? Yeah. Or was it his car? I can't remember which one. I pulled up in the vet, <laughs> and he wanted to, you know what I'm saying? He wanted to really just get in it for real, for real. Like, we was like, because like, I, ain't, I ain't even show him yet. I just had pulled up, and, uh, I think I think it wasn't like no arts in the studio in the studio we pulled up to. It wasn't no arts or nothing. We could hook it up and up those spots. So I'm like, I just we just get in the car. We just we just hook it up to the Bluetooth. He cooked up the melody, and uh, I just dropped it down a couple uh, octaves, and that's how that went. For real, for real. Yeah. Like that, that boy is crazy. And that song was actually out for a few months before it catches fire. Yeah, that's when I. That's crazy, cause that song really like, that song was out forever. <laughs> like I would say that song was out like eight months before mm-hmm. it popped. That was a long time. But like, that's how you knew that song was like a, really a hit. Cause I think, it, I think it just got put out, like on Slice and just got put out. I don't know what happened, whatever, but it just got put out. Like, you know what I'm saying? But that's when a real hit catch fire. Yeah. That's a real hit. Um, so what's your creative process like today? Uh, today, it's, it's really the same. Yeah. I would say, because um, my creative process, I just go in it and like just go off what I'm feeling, you know what I'm saying? I try to make the beat fast as possible. I don't really like to think about it for real. But when I do, I will say like recently though, like I've, I've been thinking about a lot of beats. So like now I just gotta, I feel like I gotta come more aggressive, you know what I'm saying? But um, really just, I just try to cook up fast as possible, for real. Like every beat that I've done that's been big, been cooked within 10 minutes. Oh, wow. It's just, I'm just a very simple person, you know what I'm saying? Very simple, straightforward, 
So it's like, yeah, I'm just saying. I got you. Do you prefer to cook up with the artists like in the studio with you or just cook up by yourself and send them out or pull up on someone? I, I think, I think I, um, I really think uh, either one don't really matter to me for real. Yeah. Like I'd rather, I think I'd rather be in that person's face really so we can lock in for real. But a lot of, a lot of my songs, I, I literally just sent off the phone. So it's like the new wave of producers is literally just sending, oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Absolutely. But in my case, in my case, I really got lucky, like in a lot of shit, like, cause people before us put they put their foot down, you know what I'm saying? They really going to these studio sessions, like, but I had it easy, you know what I'm saying? I just had to send a beat and I got <laughs> on. That's crazy. And if you're in the studio with an artist, are you very hands-on or you kind of just let them do their thing? Now? I'm kind of like, I want to be more hands-on though. I actually, but I'm, I let them do their thing for sure. But I want to be able to grow into a real producer, like creating a real song. So I feel like that's a goal I, I want to set for myself. Cause it's like, I feel like I got more potential than just being a beat maker. You know what I'm saying? I really want to put my hands on. But I feel like I just got to educate myself on, on just vibes and lyrics and and just really like plans for just songs, like what do people need in the world? For mm -hmm. So it's like, just gotta educate myself. Did you ever try to rap? Nah. <laughs> never? Nah. Nah. You always knew producing was for you, huh? Yeah, I, I, I would never rap, ever. <laughs> never, I, I can't really, because this is the thing, like lyrics don't come to my mind. Actually, when I listen to music, I don't listen to, to lyrics. I can't tell you who my favorite rapper is because I, I don't listen to lyrics. You're more listening to the beats. I'm listening to the sounds. I'm listening to the feeling of the song. Like I don't, I, I can sit up and listen to orchestra and jazz all day. Cause I don't listen. I, so it's like, I don't, I don't really care for lyrics. Yeah. I, I really just go off the feeling. So I couldn't tell you who my favorite rapper for real. I got you. Mm. Do you play any instruments? Uh, no, no instruments. Ever try? I want to try, but I, I, uh, I, uh, I, I kind of looked up some videos on how to like play the piano MIDI a little bit, but yeah. everything been straight off the okay. keyboard and mouth. I feel that. Mm -hmm. um, how did you get your tags? I know you had an old one and now you got the new one that, that's everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, that's crazy to know about the old one. Uh, the old one. I did it because I said I needed a tag, and it took me a long time to just do it. But I, like one day, I just said I gotta do it. Like it's my senior year. This when I decided I'm just I'm going all the way in. Um, I just got on my phone and just said like just said energy beats on on my phone, and then I just uh, put it like in the little thing and kind of twisted it up, added a reverb, and put, took it down a little bit, and that was my tag. And then one day, I think. Uh, I think I just called Kid, Chris Black Kid, mm -hmm. and I just, uh, he sent me three tags. I, I just called him, because Kid got a, like a voice to where it's like, it's, it's very recognizable, you know what I'm saying? I, I said I, I wanted him to do my tag for real. So he sent me three of them and that, uh, and I'm still using that one to this day. I, ain't gonna, I don't think I'm ever gonna change that one. Yeah, I feel like at this point, it's gonna yeah. be tough to change that one. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Like I got a couple with Jay, like with, Y and J, like I got a couple uh, 
where he did it off the coochie. Like, uh, yeah, why he you gave you a couple shout outs at the beginning. Yeah, though. like I got that one. I used it a couple times, but that just kids stuff is just too crazy. It's just too crazy. Yeah, at this point, it's like legendary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't change that shit Back. at this point. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, got to ask you about this Facebook post you put up the other day, man. Let me make sure I get this right. So you said, being successful in music is not worth sacrificing your life with a death chant in your music. Can you expand on that a little? Um, I'll even go a little further. There was more to it. Mm -hmm. A lot of artists are literally calling on death in their music, so they're getting back what they put out. That's facts. A lot of artists uh, today is like, a lot of people don't understand, like, like the energy you put out into the world, like it's you will literally get that back. Like, and I don't really like to use karma, but karma, in a sense of, you know, what I'm saying you reap what you sow. Like, everything you do has a like a, a reaction. You know, what I'm saying you get a reaction out of it. Like, it's, it, and it's a lot of people that's lost in that. You know, what I'm saying, and that you have this whole drill scene everywhere. And it's like people really lost. They don't really know that they'll they can say that they or they can kill somebody and they can get killed from that. You know what I'm saying? Or they do understand it and they just they just keep going with it. So, you know. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy what, what state of mind we are in the in the wrestling for real. No, so. that's very true, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, how do you feel when people say I don't know if they leave comments to you or hit you up, but like, we want that old sound from you. How does that make you feel knowing that you're growing as a producer, you're growing into the new sound, mm-hmm. and they just want something old from you? I will say, uh, I will say, I don't take no offense from it. First, because uh, I feel like they say this because uh, the scene has moved into a way where everybody has copied this one sound, right? And it's a sound that has not been touched yet. You know, like, I can't, nobody can imitate that. Only I can go back to that. Only me. Because it's like, it, it's been a sound, I don't know where at, where, they, where a lot of producers picked up, but it's a lot, it's been that sound that's been copied though. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's a very like easy sound to be copied. I think, I think like after Coochie Drop, yeah. I would say, like that's when everything, start to get watered a little bit and it's a lot of producers that sound like that so you know i don't really take any offense because honestly that sound was just different you know what i'm saying it was different and it's not something that's in the now but you know i of course i'll go back to that you know what i'm saying to experiment with that because i actually like that you know what i'm saying but of course i'm gonna keep growing because i'm still making fire you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's like i can't take no offense to that i'm still making heat so no, I feel that. Um, how do you feel like if you go on YouTube and there's energy type beats? <laughs> Man, it's... Are you flattered at this point as you just chuck it up as this is part of the game? At this or is point, it like, God damn, get your own sound? <laughs> at this point, I don't care because it's like, that's how I know I made it, huh? for real. Because it's like, like everywhere, I ain't going to lie, it's a lot of, it's, it's, it's a lot of, that's, that just comes with, that's what comes with uh, being successful or making a, creating a sound successfully. Mm-hmm. When you hear thousands of producers copying, it's like, 
You know, you made it. I can't, I can't be mad at it. You know what I'm saying? I, you really pushing it. You really promoting my, my song. No, very true. So it's like, I can't, I can't be mad at it though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At what point did you know you needed to get management on your team? Uh, I would say, I would say, uh, I mean, I already have my manager. My pops been my manager since, since day one. Okay. Since day one, so. You know, it really wasn't a part where I needed to, you know what I'm saying, where I found out I needed to. I just had it. I just, I didn't have to go through anything. I just, I just had it, you know what I'm saying, so, yeah. You're blessed with that, yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Mm -hmm. So looking ahead, where, where do you want, like, Energy Beats, where do you want this brand to go? Man, uh, I want to be, I want to be in a conversation of, like, of like goat talk, you know what I'm saying? I want to be like in a conversation of like where somebody like speak on for real. Like I want to be on that, you know? Like I feel like I bring so something so different that like it's like I, I want to be in those kind of rooms, you know what I'm saying? That's my goal, you know what I'm saying? I want to make global hits, you know what I'm saying? So that's all I can say about that. Yeah. No, you're definitely on your way, man, for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. What's some advice you would share to some upcoming producers right now? Um, I say, I say move around. I say move around and get in rooms. Like, get in the rooms to where you can, like, you can, like, be around everything to where you can have your opportunity, you know what I'm saying? But I say just stay consistent, but, um, just move around for real, like because honestly, no matter how try, uh, if you, no matter how good you are, for real, for real, if you move around, you networking right, and your beats decent, you can you can blow, like literally just knowing people with some, some a lot of the times it's who you know, yeah. you don't got to be the hardest, you can just know somebody. I say just network for real, for real, and then just try to be different. I mean, but. It's hard to, it's hard to when, you know, a lot of people just, uh, you know, can't be different, different, but try to, you know what I'm saying? No, that's solid advice right there. Mm -hmm. um, can you reveal any placements that are coming up? I know it kind of gets tricky, whether, you know, the paperwork hasn't been done or you don't want to jinx it in case it doesn't drop. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna just, y'all gonna see it. No, I ain't gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. All right. You got any shout outs you like to give before we wrap it up? Uh, shout out my little brother, uh, Eon Beats. Uh, he the next. I feel like he gonna be my one. To where I wanna, uh, I really want him to be polished. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, shout out Jalen. Shout out Pablo six one six. Shout out Wayne six one six. Shout out. Um, Shout out, um, baby on the track. That's like all, my, like all of my little, my little niggas. You know what I'm saying? That I want to come up with. So, yeah. Shout out, shout out them. If I ain't a young shiner, then what do you call that? Fucking niggas hoes. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. 
that will only get you the rapper Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.